Welcome to Off the Ledger, presented by the MICPA, a conversation designed to help grow your leadership skills and take you further in the accounting profession. This is Off the Ledger, and I'm Joe Colosi. Today's guest is Bob Doyle. Bob is the president and CEO of the MICPA and also serves as the secretary of the Michigan Accountancy Foundation. Bob was also voted prettiest eyes for Grand Ledge High School's class of 1993. Welcome, Bob. Thanks, Joe. It's great to be here. It's great to see you. Uh, We've got our new year rapidly approaching, and so our topic for today is resolutions. We wanted to chat a little bit about that. I guess my jump-off question, do you have any resolutions for the new year? You know what? I'm not a big resolution person. You know, I do look at the changing of the year as kind of a great opportunity to, to reflect and to prepare for the next year. Uh, first of all, I, I always you know, try to make sure that I utilize the end of the year, and certainly around the holidays, as a time of, uh, of rest, a time of hopefully some relaxation. Sure. That's something that we encourage here at the MICPA and, and certainly to our, our members of especially how crazy the uh, profession has been, how, how busy CPAs have been really over the, the last two years uh, throughout the pandemic and supporting their, their clients and their businesses, that that's so important to uh, take that rest, take that break, and um, hopefully spend some time with family, some, some time to recharge, and, and really take that, you know, mental health is so important, um, and especially in this time certainly can be challenging for, for people as well. So that's something to be cognizant of, to just to be, you know, to be empathetic and, and, and to, to uh, try to enjoy the holidays and uh, spend some of those time, that time with, with loved ones. And then also kind of as, as you turn the calendar to January, that's kind of how I look at it. It's like, okay. What kind of happened this past year? Where am I you know, both uh, at professional life as well as my, my personal life? And what, where maybe I was a little bit out of balance and where could I you know, do a better job of that in, in the next year? Both kind of uh, goal-oriented, if you will, as well as just kind of that, that mindfulness. Sure. So we talked a little bit about mindfulness, which is great, and and this idea of professional as well as uh, personal. So, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of it kind of stems into mental health Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Uh, Tips, tricks, things you do to keep your own mental health in line? or Sure. One thing... I always try to have what many might call the, an attitude of gratitude. Um, I, I actually, I, I keep, I, I personally journal. That helps me every morning. I you know, kind of write down a little bit about what happened the previous day and some of the thoughts I might be you know, having or, or in also preparing for, for the next day or for that day. But then also I, I write down something I was grateful for over the last uh, 24 hours, whether that was something that happened at work, something that happened with my kids or my, my family or my wife, um, you know, that kind of, it always kind of helps me remember to be grateful and, and that kind of helps set up my day and kind of puts my mind at ease as well as no matter the challenges or the stressors you might have, um, that's always kind of helped me uh, focus and, and certainly has helped with my, my well-being as well. Excellent. And then, so, I mean, that kind of bridges both of them. Is there anything more, I guess, to say in the, in the professional realm where you can say, uh, I guess, t- task oriented or, or. Sure. Um, you know, I try to, 
especially in professional life, I try to read a lot. That helps me because um, both read uh, not only kind of the news of the day, I'm, I'm personally a news hound, so I like to uh, catch up on not only the news of the, of the region and of the world, but also business news and then, um, you know, kind of leadership development type books or articles, something I'm always like to, to learn and study. I mean, we're always, we're always learning. We're always growing. Sure. I've always you know, felt that, I, you know, we, we're all lifelong learners and how important that is to, to improve and grow. And, and I guess that kind of goes along with uh, maybe resolutions is, okay, it's a new year. What kind of uh, training can I do this year? What kind of, uh, how can I um, focus on an area where I might need some personal improvement that I want to, to do? So that, that's a way I, I might look at it, like different ways I can um, better engage with whether it's a, an organization or something like that. Um, growing my network. Those are all things that look more like goal oriented and, um, and what can I do? And also, I, and also one thing with resolutions is it's kind of like, Oh, I'm, I want to do something this year. And, you know, you want to lose 20 pounds and, you know, you start by, that's why gyms are always so busy on January 2nd. Right. Um, but then maybe by February or so they're not as busy. Right. So, um, you know, kind of break that goal down. I actually, I like to look in, in 90 days, like okay. every three months, like the court, of course, the quarter, right? I'm CPA is no quarters. Right. Um, so kind of times and nickels and <laughs> that too. Um, so what can I do over these next 90 days? Something that is a, a goal that I want to focus on. What are my steps to get there? And so in, in that regard, that, that kind of helps with kind of in, in line with resolutions for a new year. God, you almost make like a personal strategic plan for yourself in a lot of ways. Yeah, I do. I, I actually never really thought of it that way, but that, that is a good way to look at it is it's something that allows you to, to kind of reflect, uh, refocus. Okay, where, where can I be or where, where, where do I want to be over these next three months? And then maybe even target a little bit further out there. One thing, it keeps rolling though. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to have this plan three years from now, write the plan and then put it on a shelf and never right. look at it again. Um, you know, that's that definitely not, not the right way to do any sort of strategy. So the opportunity to kind of um, develop that goal whether it's a you know, can certainly professional life, it, 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 it works well, but also, you know, in your personal life, uh, you want to develop a better relationship with a sibling or, or you know, or something of that nature. You want to get more involved and in, uh, you want to volunteer more or something. Those are all things you can kind of set that goal and, okay, how, how am I going to get there? Gotcha. Now, like so many things over the last two years, people have, come about these ideas or, or practices out of necessity. Is this something you've always practiced or, or practiced longer? Or has this become a, a necessity of the, of the recent situations? Um, you know, I, I actually, I had a, a realization several years ago before COVID about, about gratitude and about gratefulness where I actually had the opportunity to volunteer with a, a homelessness assistance agency. And I was actually, and i don't mind sharing. I was, I was struggling with some stressors in, in my life. And, and that morning I didn't want to do it. Right. I didn't, I was just like, you know what, there's too much going on. I didn't want to do it, but I, I had committed to it. So I was like, Nope, I'm going to, I had to wake up early one morning and uh, spend some time with some individuals who are homeless and take them where they need to be that day. And it was that day I was like, wow, you know, it made my challenges, my stressors. It really, 
realize, wow, I have a, I have a home over my head. Right. I have, I have access to food. I have loved ones that, you know, that have a wonderful family. And that really, it was really a moment that, um, that kind of changed how I, I, uh, that's really why I, I started really, really that day. changer. Yeah. Uh-huh. About you know, this uh, journey of, of being grateful and this attitude of gratitude. And, um, and certainly throughout COVID, um, you know, me coming into this job as, as the leader of the MICPA, which I was certainly honored to be selected. But then a few weeks later, um, the world changed. And I was going to say, you hadn't officially taken over yet, right? It was April no. 1st when you officially... Right, right. So it was a lot of just uh, pivoting and uh, figuring it out, frankly. And um, I, you know, people may have heard the term, uh, fake it till you make it. Right. And we were doing, we were all doing a lot of faking it until we make it, until we were were trying to make it there. And, and I will say I was very proud of of the team here, the MICPA and how we, we pivoted and continue to do everything we could to serve our members. But I was most, I mean, it was just so great to see what CPAs were doing in the profession to service their clients, service their businesses throughout the COVID pandemic. And, um, and as we said, we were, they were kind of the economic first responders when it came to right. supporting small businesses and things. So, um, so yeah, I, in full circle, you know, now that we're hopefully getting through it, it's great to be back and um, starting to meet with more people again. And, um, but it really, it is the, that kind of the mindfulness, the attitude of gratitude. One thing I will add though, is it's not always roses, right? Um, sometimes you got to be grateful for the thorns as well, yeah. because the thorns, even though if you're going through a, a difficult time or, or something may have not gone how you wanted it, that allows you to learn yeah. and that allows you to grow. And when so it creates that frame of reference, even like you were saying, you, you thought you had it bad or you felt bad yep. or you didn't feel up to it, but yeah. to get that perspective, you realize that there are more thorns elsewhere. Absolutely. So, you know, be grateful for both the roses and the thorns. No, that's, that's beautiful. Um, did you notice in the last 18 years to, or excuse me, 18 months, two years, um, did you notice it ramp up at all? Uh, this idea of gratitude, this idea of mental health, or is it, has it kind of maintained? Um, I would say it's ramped up. I mean, especially, you know, there's been a lot of challenges in the, the U S and, and frankly the world over the last going on two years now. And, um, it's, it's made me maybe enjoy the, the, the good times, I guess, even more. Um, like even during this holiday season with my family, it's like, all right, we're, you know, we're going to, we're going to do the things we're going to go skating downtown of campus marshes. We're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to walk through the Christmas lights, you know, let's really, let's have experiences and let's kind of, and we tried to do that this past summer too. And, um, and I, I think it's, it's made, me and and hopefully a lot of people kind of reflect yeah. and um, and take basically you know, better. Um, I don't know what the right word is. I, I guess just a better just uh, gratefulness, a better um, realizing you know what we can do in this world to um, you know bring some joy. Certainly, and and I think I know exactly what you're talking about. There are certain things I'm thinking back to, like December of 2019. Uh, before anybody thought there was anything, things that were maybe holiday related or just 
whatever it might be that were annoying or mm. that you were, I guess I'll have to go to this thing or I have to go to that. And after some time of not being able to, all of a sudden I found myself more in the holiday spirit than I've ever been yeah. this year in particular, not even last, I mean, last year it was fine, but this year it was, uh, you know, we drove two hours out to a reindeer farm the other day awesome. just to, just to do that. Mm -hmm. Normally that would have been the thing where I go, I'm not killing a Saturday going to a reindeer farm, but it was it was great and it was a lot of fun and the kids had fun and everybody had fun. So, yeah, yeah, it, it definitely. Um, and, and I hope that that continues, um, even though as hopefully once COVID and everything is long in the rearview mirror that um, we remember and and we um, take advantage of those opportunities and and a lot. And, you know, I'm talking about personal, but professional as well, I think. Um, especially, you know, younger uh, generation CPAs who might be newer in the profession, um, especially if they're working remotely or hybrid, here's the opportunity to um, take advantage of it, you know, embrace the opportunity. And yeah, it might not be ideal uh, if you're, you know, working from home the whole time, even, you know, even though most uh, hybrid environment seems to be the most, um, the best way to work now in, in what we, I don't, I don't want to, I don't like saying, calling it our uh, new normal. I prefer our new better, right. you know, our new better way of working, our new better way of interacting with our coworkers, our new better way of interacting with our clients, with our, our, our businesses. Um, you know, th this is a great time, I think, for our profession to embrace the change, embrace the opportunity, and really you know, you have that, you know, the future in front of you. And that's what I would encourage our, our younger generation members, as well as all of our members to continue to embrace, grow, um, react to the challenges. And I think we'll continue to see much success into the future. Yeah. And, and you kind of spoke to it briefly there, but I've, we've talked about it on, on previous podcasts as well. This idea that a lot of people's, you know, three or five year plan got implemented in two weeks because uh, they had grand plans to to hybrid or to, to make things more mobile and things like that. And I know for sure here we did, you know, we had a lot in place already, but we were able to, to ramp that up very quickly. And, uh, I think that speaks to the, the companies that do that and the people that are able to do that. I think those are the ones that remain successful over the last two years. Yeah. Talk about, um, you know, how to be innovative and how to be creative over these last, you know, couple of years. And, and that's, that's why, you know, our, our the culture I talk a lot about MICPA is joy, trust, and innovation. And the innovation really is innovation doesn't just come out of laboratories or come out of startup companies. I mean, we're all innovating every day. We're all being creative every day. Right. And we all have that. We all have that within us. And I would, I would definitely, you know, encourage everyone to embrace that and don't be afraid to speak up, especially when if you're newer and you're in a position, you know, you might have fresh eyes, a new way of looking at things, a new opportunity. Embrace that and speak up because, um, you know, in, in most cases, a, a firm or a company is going, they're going to want that. They, they want to improve. They want to bring in um, someone who might be new and say, hey, look at our operations. Look at the way we do things, our procedures. Is there a way we can improve? And, and that's how we, we continually improve. That's how we grow. And I like, I like what you said to, to kind of find the creativity because I think, you know, you'd think of something as boring as a spreadsheet. Um, I, I, I'm a person that always tries to find the creativity and so mine will always have the fanciest colors and fonts because I need to be creative for mm -hmm. two seconds just to make sure that this is unique and this is mine. And, and I think that goes a long way towards uh, finding that. I think it, it speaks to the soul in a lot of ways to be able to make that your own rather than 
uh, part of a, a machine. I like your spreadsheets. Oh, thank you. I work very hard on them. Uh, we are getting ready to, to wrap up for today, so I kind of wanted to close with our usual question, which is, what is something you wish uh, you knew when you were starting out? Or if you could go back, what's something you wish you could tell your younger self when you were first getting started in the business world? Well, I would probably tell my younger self that was uh, fresh out of college and environmental engineer at uh, General Motors that you might not be doing that for the rest of your life. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and and always be open, especially in this in in younger generations. That uh, it's not really you. You go work for a company like my dad did, and work for forty five years for the same company. Um, there is so much opportunity out there, and you might not necessarily find your uh, your dream job or the job you love um, right now, and that's okay. Right. You know that's okay. Like I've I've learned, and I get I guess the the one. The one piece of advice I would give is every career opportunity I've had, every job, uh, every leader I've worked under, I've learned from. I've learned the good and sometimes the not so good, certainly, um, but I've taken that with me. And that's kind of framed who I am as, uh, as, a, as an employee, as, as a leader today. And I would encourage you just to take every experience that you can and embrace that opportunity and you'll learn from it and you'll grow and that will really shape your career uh, moving forward. And that really echoes the, uh, the roses and thorns too. So that, uh, that's quite poetic the way that worked out. That is uh, all for today's Off the Ledger. I am Joe Colosi. Our guest today was Bob Doyle. Bob, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. This was great. I love chatting about this and look forward to more opportunities to talk about this and with our members in the future. We'll be glad to have you. 